You are listening to a message from Victory. We hope it inspires you to honor God and make disciples in your community. First four weeks, we uh, we talked about God's glory, God's goodness, God's uh, generosity, and God's graciousness. This week, uh, this week, yes, today we're going to be talking about God's greatness. That He is a great God. This is found in uh, Psalm 145. Actually, this is the last psalm that David wrote. This is the very last psalm that he wrote personally. Okay? And, and when, when you look through it, when you read through it, makikita nyo that it's actually a summary of all of those. In verse 5, it talked about the glory of God. Verse 9 talks about God's goodness. In uh, verses 10 to 13, talks about God's generosity. And in uh, verse 8, talks about a gracious God. Now we're going to be talking about a great God. Who is great? Who is mighty? I remember growing up, when, 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 when you told me about great, sino bang great, sino bang magaling. There's four of us actually, uh, um, siblings in, in, the, in the family. And growing up, it's always, um, who's, the, who's the favorite? Who's the best? Okay, who's the best that can, ano, that can uh, write? Or who's the best server for mom and dad? Okay, yung, palaging best. Okay, who's the least Who's the fav- most least favorite? Least favorite na may most pa, di ba? Nag-ano talaga eh, nagpapaliksahan. Actually, maybe that's the nature of our hearts. It's, um, it's trying to outdo each other. And whenever you say about trying to do each other, I always remember the, I don't know if you've, did, you've done this before, yung uh, wala kayo sa lolo ko. Naalala nyo yun, Chinky? Nasaan si Chinky? Chinks, you remember that? Especially in our staff meetings before. When I would tell a story, Chinky would come up and say, wala ka, wala ka, Larry. Mas magaling yung lolo ko. Di ba? Talagang trying to compete, trying to compete. Who's the greatest? Who's the greatest among who? Example, uh, NBA. Who follows NBA? Come on. Who follows NBA? Who's the greatest NBA player of all time? Jordan. Jordan, Curry. Pag mas bata, Steph Curry. Naalala nyo si Jerry West. Do you know who Jerry West is? Jerry West is actually the logo of NBA. Do you know that? That's, that? that's a trivia. For if you ask me, I'm the Magic Johnson era. If you ask Pastor Dennis, he's the Larry Bird era. Oh, pag tumitira si Pastor Dennis, parang Larry Bird yan. Yung forma lang. Hindi pumapasok, pero yung forma. Gayang-gaya niya. Okay? Yung, yung forma ni, ni, ni Larry Bird. Okay? So, so it's different. Local. They talk about, di ba, who's the best PBA team? Is it Crispa? Nalala niyo ba ba yung Crispa? Crispa, hindi crispy pata. Crispa. Crispa, Toyota. Di ba? Yung Hinebra. Yung Hinebra, bilib talaga ako. No? Wala nang panalo. Never say die. Never say die. They're already dead, but never say die. Who, who, who's the greatest? What's the greatest era? What's the greatest genre for music? What, 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 what's the greatest genre? Okay? Who's better? Who's, who's greater? Uh, Superman or Batman? Di ba yung mga ganon? Ha? May sumagot. Ano, ano sagot niya? Batman, siyempre, Batman. Oh. Okay ba? Look, I, I, I love wearing this shirt. It's the only shirt that the belt can actually fit me. Di ba? Oh, no pictures. Uh, Attorney Danny Patron, do not post the picture. We're in the uh, Miss Universe uh, fever right now, okay? We, we already had three Miss Universe. Who's, gre- who's the greatest? Is it... Uh, Gloria Diaz, 1969. Is it Margie Moran, 1973? Or, or is it uh, Queen Pia, the, the, the recent uh, Miss Universe? I, I remember um, when my 
my siblings and I would try to outdo each other, we would you know, ex- exclaim from the top of our voice, alam mo talaga, with passion. And not only that, may mga gesture pa kami. May mga gesture kami, parang hindi. No, you're, 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 ano, you're, you're, I'm infinitely greater. Okay, I'm gazillion times, we, we invent words, like gazillion times better. Okay, meron pa kami gesture. Alam mo yun, ano? I'm greater. May mga ganun-ganun, baka you're a loser, I'm greater. But really, can anyone or anything compare, compare, okay? Compare to the greatness of who God is. Can anyone? No one. No one. Nothing. Love this picture about this water. Well, we can actually put, can, can we actually put an entire ocean in a bucket? Can, can you do that? A bucket can never contain the water of the ocean. It can, it can only contain a part of it, a small point zero 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 percent part of it, but not its, its totality. In the same way, the greatness of God is too great for man to comprehend. It's too great. It's something that's unfathomable. Hindi mo, hindi mo kaya spelling, hindi mo kaya mapag-aralan. The other day, I went to a um, mind museum. And whenever I go to mind museum, this is actually my third or fourth time, it's, it's mind-boggling how God could create all of this. Remember, all of this, God created. If it's up to me to create a human being, gagawin ko lang stick people. Stick lang. The complexity of a human, the DNA, it's, it's person, come, it, everything comes from, a, from an atom, okay? Hindi cellulite yan, okay? Atom yan. Atom, cell. How, 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 how God can be so intricate and no one is the same. No person is the same. Tignan mo katabi mo, sabi mo, hallelujah. <laughs> Oy, Ryan, ingat ka, hindi pa kayo kasal. <laughs> Pwede pa magbago isip niyan. It's, that's how great he is. His mind is so infinite that compared to ours, we're, we're para lang tayong kulangot. Remember how David says it in verse 3, Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised and His greatness is unsearchable. It's unsearchable. Unsearchable means here, it, mean, it doesn't mean you cannot find it, you cannot find God, but because of His greatness, because how, how great He is, you can't even think. Okay, our finite mind cannot comprehend how great He is. Unsearchable doesn't mean that, that He's nowhere, but unsearchable because He's everywhere. He's, every, he's omnipresent. Everywhere you go, He's there. Even though you try to hide, He can see you. He's there with you. Not only He's om, om, omni, omnipresent, He's omniscient. He knows everything. Whereas us, we try to know God, we cannot comprehend. We try to know and, and do something about certain situation. We, we, we cause problems. We can't even solve problems. But then if you look at Him, the simplicity in His mind. And that only had to do is to trust Him. Why? Because He's omniscient. He knows it. He has a peace. Will is perfect and pleasing for you and I. All we have to do is just obey. And bask in that glory and presence. And just enjoy His very presence in our life. And one characteristic I love about our great God is He's is omnipotent. He's all-powerful. That, me, that means, I'm sorry, that means whatever situation is, where you are right now. Yes, you're weak. That's good. When you're weak, God is strong. He's there fully. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Powerful that if we put our full faith in Him, you will not be shaken. He is our strong tower. He is our anchor. 
If there's an earthquake, if there's a tsunami, anything that comes your way, because we have a powerful God, a powerful great God, you will not be shaken. You know, that is why David wrote that we are to praise Him every day, not only every day, but forever and ever. Forever and ever means everlasting. Forever and ever means until the day you die and you're with Him. The Bible said that when we are in heaven, it's 24-7 praise. 24-7 praising. Why? Because you're in His very presence. Verse 1-2 to said, I will extol you, my God and King, and bless your name forever and ever. Every day I will bless you and praise your name forever and ever. To eternity, everlasting. I want to highlight extol. Extol means here, magnify. Baka iba nag-isip, uh, Pastor, sabi mo, sobrang great na ni God, sobrang hindi na natin siya makomprehend. He's everywhere. He's so vast. He's so huge. Why do we need to magnify Him? Magnify here is, means, is your life magnifying how great God is. It's totally different. Magnify here means magnify His greatness through your life. Through our lives. As a church, as we're living as, we're living as a church. Are we magnifying His greatness? Or we're magnifying just a portion. Sometimes great, sometimes not so great. Minsan, uh, down ako ngayon eh. So, not so great, konti lang. Close kami ni Lord dati, pero now hindi. Continual praise. Unending, everlasting may To magnify our lives. Sometimes, you know, you know what happened? Because sometimes, we magnify our situation, whether it be problems, whether it be challenges, whether it be trials. Sometimes it can come in the form of sickness. Sometimes when you feel like you're in lack. And then your focus is on you rather on God. What happens? We fail to magnify God. What happens is that when we magnify our circumstances, God becomes smaller. Smaller. And ang lumalaki ang magnify yung situation natin. Choose to focus on God, not on our circumstances. Magnify the Lord in our lives every day. Praise Him every day that He is big, that He is great. And then our problems won't, won't and should not come in that way. Not in a way. Okay? Can we do that right now? I mean, who, what, is, what is being magnified now in your life? I don't know that's what, what situation you're in. But is it the Lord being magnified? Not just, not just your life inside the church, but the life that you're living 24-7 when you're out there. If you're, if you're in the business place, what, 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 do you, what do people see in you? Do you just do it? Do, do you have like a, a split personality? I'm good inside the church, but I'm outside. I can't even magnify. I can't even smile. I remember uh, there was a story that um, um, the, a person that I used to meet before, every time, he, every Wednesday, he would come and meet me. And um, he would say, you know, I need to be recharged. Why? You know, when, when, whenever it's like the middle of the week, I feel weak. There's so many things in the office, in the house. So I need to recharge. And I told him, you know what? I'm not a charger. I am not a charger. Victory Group is not a charger. When you come to me and pray, when you read your Bible, it's not a charger. You have to be charged. You're already complete. You're already charged by the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is already in you. You're already more than conquered. That's why whatever you face, you're ready to face it. There's no highs and lows. If the presence of God is thick in your life, He's there in your life. I remember um, David, how David wrote, wrote this. And um, 
we highlight David, all his victories, how he's a great warrior, the, 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 the wars that the, he won, the enemies that he defeated, and then the possession, he's a king, he's a rich man, all the wealth. And then uh, we love about him is his heart, his heart for, for, for God because he's a man after God's own heart. But you know, we, we miss a, a big part of who David is. He faced trials in his life. Okay, and I say trials is kind of exaggerated trials in his life. Okay, he was ignored by his father. David was actually bullied by his brothers, not known by the king who he served. He served the king, King Saul. Whenever King Saul has a demonic oppression, he would call on David, and David had to go there with a harp and try to soothe him down. But then Saul never recognized him, he was falsely accused. He was rebuked by his brother. When he wins war for Saul, Saul gets jealous. Can you imagine that? You're a soldier going to war, winning wars for the king. When you go back, the king would like to kill you. That's that's David. He had a father-in-law who wanted him dead. He got insulted, got oppressed. He was hunted half of his life. Most of the psalm he actually wrote inside a cave because he was being hunted. He was followed by rejects. Even the the rejects wanted to stone him. Can you imagine that? His best friend died. His son died. His daughter got raped by his son. His son kills another son. His son led a rebellion against him. Do you want to go on? That was actually the life that David lived. That is the life that he lived. And yet, he said, Continually praise God. Praise His name. Maybe there were times that we're magnified, we're attracted to the riches of David, the, the, the king who made it as a young king. He faced all of those. And yet, the lesson that we need to point out and learn from is David praised the great God continually. In all of this, God still called him a man after God's own heart. Somehow he knew how to strengthen himself in the Lord. I, I do believe that the, that the secret lies in these four words that he wrote. My God and King. He knew his position. He knew I am serving God. Not only I am serving God, but this God and King I have a personal relationship with. My there is very important. You can actually call God, God and King, King. But if you, don't know, if you don't call Him my God, my King, my Abba Father, my Lord, my Savior, my strength, my strong tower, we have to draw near to God. Draw near to Him. This God doesn't just sit high and mighty and just, and just stay there. No. He invites us in His very presence to a relationship. Let's just put an example. Maybe, uh, I don't know if you voted or you, you didn't vote for, for Duterte as our president, but he is our president, right? But does he know you? No. He knows you as a person. Count in the census. That's it. But this God, this God who came on earth as Jesus, who saved us, gave us a way for us to be closer again to heaven, enjoy the riches here, and gives us hope. It's very personal. 
It's very personal. And he, well, you know why? He takes delight in it. And Jeremiah 23 says, Am I a God at hand? Declares the Lord. And not a God far away. Can a man hide himself in secret places so that I cannot see him? Declares the Lord. Do I not feel heaven and earth? Declares the Lord. He's there with us. He's, 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 he's present. That's why when we say His presence, that means He is here. He's always there for us. But there are times that we may not feel God or we feel like we're, we're far from God. Sometimes, we, especially when temptations come our way, when, when, when sins come our way, we say, Lord, God, you're, you're, you're far. No, no, he's, not, he's always there. It's us who try to hide. It's, it, it's us who, when we have fear, doubt, and worry, it's us who put lies in our, in, in our heads and try to hide. We make our own caves and try to hide. It's as if that He doesn't seize us, but He knows what you're doing. And He cares for you and I. He wants to draw near. You can't explain the greatness of God, but you can experience it because He is near. Amen? Amen. We, can, we might not be able to, even you talk to the theologians of all theologians, read all the commentaries, the study Bible, the, go through all the classes, you, we might not reach even certain percent of His greatness. But then we can experience it. We can enjoy it. You know why? Because it's personal. It's with you and I. My prayer is that that's how we're going to push you out. Because you, you know that His greatness in, in, in us abounds. The grace abounds. His love for us it abounds. That's why we want to reach out to as many as we like. How to praise God. One way to praise God is sharing that experience. It doesn't just stop with, with us. It has to be shared. When we experience His greatness, we are compelled to share His greatness. Endless praise, even transcends generation. We teach them. And, 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 um, and David wrote this in, in five different verses. In, first in verse 4, it said, One generation shall commend your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. As this verse said, we are to share it to the next generation. This is important. How many here your parents? Raise your hands. Parents, that's Grandparents, my parents are there in the back. So grandparents, we want you to experience and share the greatness of God to the next generation. We don't just teach them, but we have to show them. And there are times that we have to take them along. It's okay. It's okay. Sometimes it can be messy. But you know what? I, I, as I said earlier, I praise God to be part of a movement that let the next generation lead with us. Dave is not under me or under Dennis. No, they're leading with us. Kat Napolitano, when she was the, 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 the one who did exhortation a while ago, she's a peer. She's not, uh, I'm not a superior. No, no, we're leading with them. His, here's actually our uh, campus missionaries. Uh, Dave, Pastor Dave, the one who's leading our Every Nation Campus Green Hills is on your left. And the one on the right is his lovely wife, Ge, and their cute son, Jedi. And this is the team. Nikki, Kat, uh, Gabby, Adrian, and Chell. Do pray for them. They actually are not paid by the church. We support them. But they get their support from, from, from people on their own. Sometimes it's messy. Sometimes we have Healthy discussion because of the different ages, generation gap, okay, may, may, may I say. But then it's a joy serving with them. And um, David said, 
all your works shall give thanks to you, O Lord, and all your saints shall bless you. They shall speak of the glory of your kingdom and tell of your power. To make known to the children of man your mighty deeds and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom in an everlasting kingdom and your dominion endures throughout all generations. All generations. It's messy. Sometimes when we lead these this, this kids, you just want to give them the theology. Ito, uh, it's a book. Uh, go through it. Okay? Uh, chapter 1, chapter 2, and then just do it. No. It, it's different how we do it. It's different that after identifying them, we make sure that we instruct them. Not only do we give instruction, but we impart on them, on their lives. That's kind of messy. Like, um, like here, there, there are times I have interns here in front. Kanina interns ko dito tatlo. Di ko alam nakita niyo, may mga young people, di ba? They get bored in the middle of my preaching and just go out. But it's okay. It's, it's messy. Okay, Maxine right now is pretending that she's actually listening to me. If I ask her later, she's gone. But it's okay. It's okay. On, 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 my, on my right side, I can see uh, Destiny and Kyla uh, smiling once in a while, especially with my wrong grammar. But it's okay. It's messy. But there's joy in, in, in not just leaving the theology, the theology to them, but actually showing them, showing them and serving with them. That is what David is showing us here. Paul said, you then, my child, be strengthened by the grace that is in Christ Jesus and what you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses. And trust to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. There's a joy in, 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 in leading with them. I remember, uh, I have a story about my two sons. Um, the one on your right is my 17-year-old, turning 17 this year, son Jello. And uh, the, one, the one in the middle beside me is my uh, 14, turning 15-year-old um, son, uh, Monty. Both of them are serving in ministry right now. Jello is in the music team, uh, 5 o'clock, or soon to be 5.30 and 7 p.m. Hirap ng dami transition. 5.30 to 7 p.m. Okay, he's serving the music team. And Monty is in the tech. Uh, we, never, we never told them, you know what? We are leaders in our church, and I want you as my son, as my kids, to be part of ministry. Why don't you do this? Find the ministry. No. We were actually, me and my wife, we were, we were so surprised when Jello came three or four years be, be, uh, ago when he said, You know, Dad, I, I auditioned in the music team. Yeah, good job. In kids' church, no. In the adult service. Adult service. I, I even had to personally, okay, uh, this is, I know, this is, I'm confessing right now. I had to go to our musical director, Charles. Tinanggap mo lang ba si Jello kasi anak ko siya? I mean, hindi po, may bosses who talaga siya. Wow, praise God, saan kaya nakuha? <laughs> Up until now, we're still wondering. <laughs> we, we, we were still wondering. We didn't know. And Monty serves in, 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 in the tech. And all we told them, all we taught them is to love God, love His people, and that's it. Honor God and make disciples. That, that's all we taught them. But then there's a different manifestation. It, 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 it comes out. When, you, when your love, when your love tank is filled by God to the brim, all you have to do is to continually praise. And it can be different, different way of manifestation. Some can do it in service. And then we need to do that. Parents, grandparents, if you're educators in this, in, in this room, we need to do that. We need to show it. David showed that. David, when he, David was so excited to build God's temple. 
Okay, the moment he 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 became king, it was already on top of his list. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna build God a temple. But somewhere in First Chronicles, middle of First Chronicles, around 18, 19, or twenty, God said, "You know what? No, you've done a lot, and uh, you, you did so many mess. I want Solomon to build my temple." He didn't gripe. He didn't say, "You what?" I killed all of this. I put my neck on the line. I uh, put my life on the line. And then you're going to take this away from me? No, he didn't say anything. As soon as he got that marching order, he said, Okay, I'm going to prepare the next generation. God told David this, For his name shall be Solomon and will give peace and quiet to Israel in his days. He shall build a house for my name. He shall be my son and I will be his father. And I will establish his royal throne in Israel forever. For, the, for this generation, for our generation, it's important for us to ready the next generation. God's greatness is measurable and He is worthy of our endless praise. He's worthy of our endless praise. Do not just look at your, at, at your life and say, how can I praise God in, my, in, in this moment? He is a great God. There are times that when you, you approach us as pastors, you, are, you're want, you wanted an answer. You're wanting an answer. But then there are times that we will just say, God is in control. You know why? Okay, not only do we don't know what's going on, but then the truth is God is in control. He is always in control. When we say He's sovereign, He's sovereign not just over the land, but even especially over your life. He's sovereign. Moment right now, we might not see it, but He's weaving something great. And all we have to enjoy is His presence. And see, and, and, and marvel in His greatness. I want to end with this thought straight from David, straight from the psalmist. Often, our question is, how do we praise God? Or, our question is, should I or should I praise God? I do believe that's not the, 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 the right way to ask questions. I do believe that this is the question. The question is, it's, it's because God is so great, what are the ways... What are the characteristics? What are the part of God's greatness that I will praise? That I will magnify? Doesn't talk about your situation. No. Talks about who God is. Lord, I am sick right now. I am feeling hurt right now. But Lord, I will magnify your name. Lord, I am in luck right now. But Lord, I believe that you give us the... You Blesses our hands, you give us the ability to produce wealth. And Lord, I will magnify as I give, as I serve. That should be the question, as we experience it in our very lives. David wrote this as his ending. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and kind in all his works. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He also hears their cries and saves them. The Lord perseveres, uh, preserves all who love Him, but all the wicked He will destroy. My mouth will speak the praise of the Lord and let all flesh bless His holy name forever and ever. Forever and ever. As I told you earlier last week, we're doing our, our, our uh, volunteer weekend. What a great way to praise God with showing our love by being involved in the church that He has put you. My prayer is that you came today because 
on the top of your mind and on, you know, in, the, in your very heart, you want to praise Him. You want people to see. You, have, you want to take pride that you are, this is your home. This is, this is, this is where you're growing. And part of growing is being involved in what God is doing. Yes, we have a part of it. Yes, we prayed with Stratman, but at the end of the day, apart from Jesus, apart from God, all of this is nothing. We can't grow. I remember in um, Matthew 18, what it said at the time, do you feel like, nalalo niyo una natin kanina, yung kwento kong kanina na, who's the greatest? I do believe, okay, maybe there are theologians here, don't shoot me down first, but I do believe this is the, this is where, uh, where uh, wala ka sa lolo, wala ka sa lolo mo started. Okay? It started from the apostles. Okay? There was a time when, when the apostles were not mindful of Jesus, but Jesus was around the area, but they, but they started deliberating themselves. Wala ka sa lolo mo. Ako, ako, ako. Ako yung the best. Ako yung katabi ni Jesus. Diba? Ako yung ano, ako yung pag may tinatawag, ako yung unang tinatawag. Yeah, it's me. Wala ka sa lolo mo kasi ako yung the best. And then they were arguing amongst themselves who's the greatest. At the time the disciples came to Jesus saying, Who's the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Matindi dito, sinama pa yung kingdom of heaven. Hindi lang sila sila nagkakwentuhan, kwentong kutsero, it's it me, is it wala ka sa lolo mo, but then they involved the kingdom of heaven. And calling to him a child, he put him in the midst of them, and Jesus said, Truly I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven. This is Jesus. Kulang na lang, kinuha niya yung mga apostle, pinadapa niya, kumuha ng latigo, isa-isa pinalo. Papak, papak, papak. Ganyan sinabi niya eh. Enter the kingdom, uh, whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever humbles himself, whoever serves selflessly, whoever does not um, exalt his own name or push his own name or push his own face will actually inherit the kingdom of heaven. In 23, verse 11 to 12, he said, The greatest among you must be a what? One more time. Can, must be a what? Must be a servant. But those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. But if you want to follow service, if you want to be a selfless servant, it's Jesus. It's Jesus. He chose to come here on earth to obey God. He chose to come here on earth to serve us. Chose to come here on earth to save us. Chose to come here on earth now. Let our lives be magnified through His work and what He is doing and what He can do through us. The gospel of Jesus Christ, when He said, He lived a life we should have lived and died the death we should have died. He is our example of a servant. He is, he is our greatest example of why we need to serve, why we're serving. Greatness is not attained by serving. Greatness is actually lived out through serving. We see that in Jesus, and my prayer is that we can see it in everyone. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcasts.